Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast with Philip Washington Jr. Today, Philip talks about what is Web 3.0, a guide to the future of the internet. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. All right, we are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple. Uh, it is February 24th, almost the end of the month. I believe that we are almost to official springtime. I don't really care. I just I'm glad there's no more ice. I hope there's no more ice. We've had some good uh, good weather days, and so onward and upward. But now. We are today talking about Web 3.0, or what the kids say, Web 3. And I had just been hearing the word Web 3, you know, like understanding what it meant conceptually, but didn't really like, I don't know if I've ever explained it on the podcast and like broke it down to the nuts and bolts. And so I wanted to do that because understanding that is going to be important for investing uh, because context matters in the investment landscape. So let's start with like, what is Web 1? So Web 1 can be compared to like a library where data is is stored. So when the internet first came, it was, it was more like, hey, we can, we can take information and then we can like store it on the web. Um, and that was, that was really Web 1 in a, in a simple way. Uh, web 2.0, was like a marketplace, um, you know, where we where we got to, you know, um, interact with each other, share information. And when I say information, like information is commerce. Commerce is information, right? If you really like nerd out and look at the tech- technical definition of information, is everything is that that we're trading back and forth. Um, everything is communication. And so, uh, Web two is like transacting on the internet, and that's the world that most of us. Uh, are considering as as the web and then there's and then there's like sub subcultures that might say web 2.0 is is mobile but i might call it web 2.0 b maybe uh, but web 2 is technically like when we were transact when we we're transacting on the internet so then what's you know what's web 3 and uh web 3 think of it kind of like a uh, kind of like a city. So let me let me do use a different analogy. So if web if web one is like the land, right? You got you have Dallas, Texas. You know I don't know how many years ago before it was built, but two hundred years ago it was land, right? And then web two was when we began to like transact on the land, but there was no you know real organized infrastructure, but we were just transacting. Web three is now like when it's a legit city and there's automated. Uh, interconnected uh, transactions that are uh, working together. Uh, and in a web world, that's like applications, right? Um, so think of like applications in the world. If if Web 3.0 is like the city, think of the applications maybe as like the businesses um, uh, that are transacting in the city. Again, Web 2, 
you have businesses, but there was not as much infrastructure. Web three, more infrastructure, and it's more automated, and the the ease of business is is better. And so Web Web three, uh, i.e., blockchain technology, which brought in Web three, uh, is is automating everything. Automate like the blockchain is is a well. If you understand what finance is, even back to like the early days of finance, where it was where banking was invented from the Medici's. It was, you know, their innovation was ledger bookkeeping, right? Keeping track of who owned what. That's finance, one on one. So then that evolved, and so now finance since then has been, uh, even though it's been on, uh, you know, a, a, a web one scale, and then we were able to transact on web two. It it was not really automated, right? So web three is automating the finance piece. Uh, and so that's automating the financial system, which makes the flow of money and everything move faster, quicker. And they're also on Web3 rebuilding everything. So they're rebuilding social media networks on Web3 where there's things happening where we are able to um, uh, have our own identity secured on Web3 and verified, which is a big problem right now because if any of you have ever had your uh, social media account cloned. It's pretty annoying. Um, and so that's happening on the blockchain. But you can, uh, artificial intelligence is is kind of a different concept than Web3, but it's very similar from the automation standpoint because it's, it, it's literally automation. And so that's kind of in the in the umbrella of web3 where we're automating lots of different aspects of business even before you know Steve and I were talking about the automation capabilities and everything including you know podcasting video editing produ- video production like web3 is uh, automating a lot of the transactions that we do manually on the internet and so um, and and so that's what's happening so so as you as you understand that I'm gonna give some I'm going to give some examples of companies and themes that played out in the different uh, in the different uh, trends of the web, so you can understand as an investor how you might take advantage of it. So, so in the transaction space, like Web two, the big winners of Web two, which is where we were uh, transacting and sharing information on the web in a not automated way, uh, that that is uh, Apple was a big one, um, Google of course uh, a big one, Amazon. A big one. Um, the Web One, you know, winners. Think think of more like the computer company. So, uh, like Apple as a computer company, not as a uh, a mobile phone, um, but as a computer company. Microsoft, of course, a uh, big winner uh, um, for connecting devices and storing information on the web. And so now you look at Web Three, and then you go, all right. Uh, there's lots happening on Web3. Well, uh, and, and these are not investment recommendations, but I'm just saying like, I'll, I look at Coinbase and you go, okay, what's Coinbase significance? Well, Coinbase is kind of like the gateway. The, the way Google was the gateway for a lot of people onto the internet, um, Coinbase is positioning themselves as the gateway to Web3 because they make it super easy to um, buy, you know, buy all the assets that are relevant uh major assets that are relevant on Web3. They also recently came out with a Web3. A Web I'm, I'm trying not to go too technical. Because on Web3, 
you have like layer layer you have web three, then you got web three layer ones, right? Which which basically think of it as a communication network on on web three. And so when you talk about Bitcoin, Ethereum, like these protocols, these agreed upon rules of transact of transacting, which is what a protocol is, like those are what you call base layers of web three. So like a foundation. Um, so using the city analogy, um, you may you may have uh, the uh, the the internet or telephone cables laid out that everybody talks on uh, around the city to communicate. So 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 think about like Bitcoin and Ethereum, two major protocols that we use to uh, communicate, and then built on top of that is layer two, where you might have, okay, now you have the different phone companies, Verizon, uh, AT&T, and all those that connect into the communication network to deliver services to people in a faster way versus us having to connect to the cables ourselves. Um, and so so going back to Coinbase as an example, um, because, because right, cool thing is you can invest in the protocols now. So you can invest in Bitcoin, Ethereum, and in, in, the, in the base layer. Uh, Solana, all those things, but then you can also uh, invest in the companies that are laying the pipes because Coinbase is building a a layer two, right? Of kind of being Verizon, so they're being a gateway, and then they're also uh, uh, being a Verizon where they're making it easier for other companies to uh, communicate, right? Because Verizon, as a business owner, right, you can you can plug your company into Verizon's network to make cold calls and connect people to do business deals, right? So it's so I'm giving you the infrastructure because there's all kinds of infrastructure being built on the digital web that's mirroring what happened in real life, but it's like brand freaking new. And so you also have uh, that, that things are going to plug into layer two. That's where NFTs sit. So NFTs or non-fungible tokens uh, have infinite applications for what they're going to do as well. But typically, NFTs will plug into a base layer. The, the, you know, but they they are uh, uh, different um, tokens that can that can be used uh, to invest in your favorite business. It could be a collectible. It could be art. Uh, it's probably going to be used for verification. Um, uh, but but on on these layers of Web three, the world is getting completely re rebuilt. And what you're also having is you're going to have web two companies uh, like like coin like Coinbase in its current form is technically a web two company that's a gateway onto web three and and so they're with their new layer two comp, you know product which is called base right Coinbase product is called base they've created themselves into a web three company. And so you're going to have, so Facebook is probably going to, is the reason why I changed their name to, to Meta is they are working on their transition to Web3 because like everything has to evolve. So in business, for example, if you're a business and you never operated on the web, on Web1, you're basically out of business, right? If you never, if you're a business and you don't use computers, <laughs> you're out of business. If you're a business and then, and you didn't evolve to Web2, uh, then you maybe you're still in business because you have computers, but you're struggling. Like you're moving slow, right? Same and if you're same thing now. Web three, 
you get slower. So like everything evolves. So if you're a business owner, not just an investor, you want to understand Web3 because you're going to have to evolve into Web3. Uh, if you're an investor, you want to understand Web3 because it's going gonna, it's gonna to let you know, okay, uh, does this business have a Web3 strategy? It doesn't have to, you know, but the understanding is they're going to run slower in the marketplace than companies that are offering the similar services that are plugged into Web3. So it gives you context around uh, uh, what's going on in the world and uh, and what to look at from the company's executives and and, and their game plan for what for what they're doing. And Web3 doesn't mean they, they have to create their own cryptocurrency or they have to like go all digital. It just means are they integrating their business into the current new world being built? Because if you are not, you're going to be left behind because the world continues to evolve and change. And if you don't, you get stuck in the past, literally, your profits, your balance sheet, and everything. So I hope this helps. I hope I didn't go super technical. I want to you know, listen to the analogies. Uh, you can follow up on the technical words afterwards, maybe listen to it three times. But this is, I think, one of the most important things to understand in a new world that we're building because... The point is, the world's moving fast. And in order for you to understand it, you got to know where we came from, where we are, and how it's evolving. And Web3 is how it's evolving. So I hope this helps. Until next week, enjoy your day. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.